Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another edition of Star Sound Speaks. This is your host, Irliana Samsara, episode 107, adventure number 107. And what is the adventure of 107? It is the astrology of June. So um, as you know, the last two episodes, I've been talking about just the eclipse, and I am going to do that in probably the next episode. We'll wrap it up with just the solar eclipse because it is it is a grand event. Um, um, but I just wanted to jump in here and give you, let's walk through lots of exciting things, not just the eclipses, of course, that is huge, <laughs> um, but there's another, a, a lot of other major uh, planetary uh, parties going on. So let's, uh, let's just jump in and, and see what we got. Okay, busy month, but uh, very, very fruitful. Okay, so um, the, um, this is June 3rd that I'm recording this. And guess what? Venus um, Venus is in the sign of Cancer, and it is nurturing, loving Cancer, and it's making a trine with Jupiter, and um, just for you know a few days. But it's really um, it's really beautiful and wonderful. I mean, I mean Venus and Jupiter, the two benefics, right? In astrology, we talk about benefics and malefics, and in ancient astrology, and uh, Venus in Venus and Jupiter, the lesser benefic and the greater benefic in a trine, a trine like a triangle. And uh, so that's a very lovely, positive blending of energies. And in, in ancient astrology, we know that trines are of the nature of Jupiter. So it's giving a lot of blessing and ease and abundance and positive, good, juicy, positive energy. So um, where might that show up? Well, we think about cancer. The first thing I always think about is mothers, moms, and families, and homes, and pregnancies, and you know um, the home life, and a Venus, and you know that gracious, the gracious hostess, you know, um, and and trining Jupiter. Well, Jupiter can can rule many things. It's not just religion and wisdom, but uh, the law, you know, the law, the courts, and the law. So there's probably a, a potential for very positive outcomes, you know, in when uh, Venus and Jupiter trine. So make good use of that. It's a nice juicy little transit. Uh, so yeah, um, go forward. The, the law is on mercy and the law are on your side if you, you know, when you consider that in that, um, in that respect. Okay, then um, we are, of course, you know, uh, heading into a, um, as the days progress into a an opposition, Mars is in its not in its <laughs> the best easiest sign for Mars, Mars in Cancer, but it is heading into an opposition with Pluto because it's in the final degrees of its journey through Cancer, and um, and I just I saw something in the news today that I'm going to pull up for just a moment here, and, and it's a great example of this Mars Pluto opposition, okay, of, of what what the potential and then what's possible. So hold on just a second. So the uh, opposition peaks this Sunday, the 6th. Um, so what that might look like on, on a, it, it's not an easy, right? It, Mars being malefic and in opposition with Pluto can look like a lot of major breakdowns, um, especially around perhaps our, our physical embodiment vitality, but addressing deep core issues. So this is definitely a time where you might feel very challenged emotionally uh, regarding your, your drive, your ambition, what you want to accomplish, um, your physical vitality. With Pluto and Capricorn, it's really pushing us to go to the root of say we have a, a health issue or something. We really have to examine deep 
deep, um, even like you could say family DNA patterns, patterns in our families, patterns in our culture, you know, that have created a, a toxic environment. And what is that toxicity and facing some hard truths about that. Uh, but to, to move through that, of course, the regeneration occurs when we face those truths. So um, for a person, if we are finding ourselves being rageful and all, we have to stop and breathe. Uh, we might see road rage. We might see some rude rudeness and behavior. When that energy is not channeled pr uh, powerfully, it can really be, um, it's literally explosive. You know, when you think about like a volcano just like letting loose. Um, but um, again, you know, be, be careful of that energy and use it wisely. Just use it because that, use it in a way that will transform um, yourself. This is what is available to us, that deep, the potential for profound root level healing is very prominent. So, and I would also say too, with Mars and cancer, it's a lot of, you know, we think about women's, women's rights. And this is what I wanted to pull up. There was a, I just read about this today. There was a, a valedictorian. Did you hear about this? Got like millions of views on, on uh, it went viral, but this valedictorian in Texas, she uh, had 104.93 grade point average. Amazing, right? And she gets up to speak and her speech was officially, you know, approved and sanctioned, you know, beforehand by the, the powers that be, right? The principal and such. But instead of delivering that speech, she started to talk about the heartbeat bill that was just passed in the Texas state legislature, which basically criminalizes women um, for having an abortion past the time of six weeks. Or when, when the, and sometimes a fatal heartbeat can be detected even sooner. So it cuts off people's rights in the state of Texas. And so she stood up and said, you know, how this is, and even in the case of rape, mm, too bad, you know, that this is what the Texas law is saying. And so she feels very, uh, obviously very confronted by that and uh, scared for that. What if my contraceptives don't work? What if I get raped, you know? Uh, what's going to happen to my life? I, I, my, all my choices have been taken away from me. So um, this was only a few minutes long speech, but man, it was powerful. And she delivered it really well, really great oratory. So if you have a chance, go look at that and look at that. But that is a perfect example of that Mars in Cancer opposing Pluto, right? You know, this toxic patriarchal law and fighting, fighting for the rights of women. Mars and Cancer, great use of Mars and Cancer, right? Fight for the rights of women, fight for the, uh, for the nurturing of ourselves, the taking care of ourselves, fight for healing. You know, this is um, where we, to direct our passions and our courage. So um, anyway, just happened to see that and wanted to share. Um, Mars in the, it can, you know, can also be very cathartic. You know, Pluto is a lot about secrets and I'm, I'm watching the headlines with this Matt Gates sex scandal, the whole thing about, you know, uh, being uh, there, his, his uh, wingman, as he uh, call it, uh, called himself, um, he sang to the feds and is a plea bargained, officially entered a plea bargain. Of course, it was the day that the Mars activation of last year's eclipse, I could, you know, there it was middle of May um, to the very day. Um, however, um, you know, the, the, uh, the, the wagons are circling around him and it's not looking pretty. Um, but again, maybe more secrets revealed around, you know, sex trafficking, youth trafficking, you know, the Me Too era, the Pluto and Capricorn, um, very, very deep Me Too kind of, uh, you know, uh, between Me Too, rights of women, 
and then the eclipse is happening in Gemini and Sag, right? Youth trafficking is a big, a, a, the darkness that's getting revealed, right? And there's this connections with these, with the highest, right, in Capricorn, right? These high ranking members of society, government and politicians, right? So there's there's all that being played out. So I think we we could we definitely, I, I would, I, you can almost count on it that there being some kind of an announcement or some more developments and revealments along the way between the eclipses and the Mars-Pluto opposition, we're seeing a lot more secrets coming out um, the, with like say the dark underbelly of society. All right, so um, moving on, we have uh, of course our solar eclipse, which I'll, I'll do that final part three, um, the solar, solar eclipse in Gemini, 19 degrees of Gemini. So if you have any planets in around the 16 to 22 degrees of Gemini, Virgo, Pisces, or Sag, this is definitely going to be a very profound eclipse. Um, just as Mercury, which is the Lord of this eclipse, right? The, uh, the Lord is retrograde. And I thought about the symbology of that uh, the other day. So not only is Mercury in its home sign of Gemini, but he he's retrograde. I say he, but I don't mean that it's a male energy. I'm just assigning it to, okay? It's, we have all of these things in all of us, of course. Uh, but Mercury is Kazemi, um, will be at that solar eclipse. So that's, he's standing in the throne room. So he's getting reprogrammed and reinvented, like radically outrageous ideas. And I find it really interesting and uh, wonderful that this is happening in the month of June is Pride Month in the LGBT community. So all of this is happening, very, very ripe time for transformation. So I, I'm finding that really interesting because Mercury's in that room of light. He's under, right in the throne room of the sun, blinded by the light. You know, it's like Moses going up on Mount Sinai, download, right, reprogramming. So, um, we are getting this cosmic download, all of us, and um, it, it, it's only going to benefit us. It's going to loosen up and allow us to reach and connect in maybe new and, and greater ways and being willing to listen and open to each other's and other points of view. So this is a really, really potent um, time and a potent eclipse. Um, I would say too, with, with Mercury, you know, Mercury rules PR and advertising, marketing, selling. So a new moon, solar eclipse in that sign, uh, let's rethink how we promote ourselves. Let's rethink how we, how we share and network and uh, market our businesses. This is a really great time to start and, re and review and revise the ways we have done it and now a new way of being, new ways drop in. I have to say, and I'm, I'm not ready to talk about what it was, but I had a major, with my, uh, my dear friend uh, the other day, I had a major um, a cathartic moment myself, in, and I'm really, oh, here comes, here's the eclipse, and here's the area of my life that, okay, communications, you know, I was wondering, oh, when's that thing going to drop? Well, let me tell you, like, oh, the universe forgot about me. Ha ha, right? No, doesn't forget anybody had some major uh, revealments, which I, again, I will talk about after eclipse season, because we've got to get all these revealments, don't forget. These are times when we want to let these energies settle. It's very much the Maytag spin cycle in the washing machine, right? So you may have this, I had this outrageous revealment last week, but I knew better than to jump and start working on it. I'm like, okay, just breathe, right? Just breathe and uh, let more pieces fall into place. So it's a process. So I'm learning patience. So there's that. Um, 
So yeah, so marketing, selling, um, all things like that, you know, rules commerce and, and merchants and buying and selling and trading and uh, data and information, right? Those are all mercurial things. Uh, so, um, so that's going to be really um, wonderful. I'm really very potent solar eclipse. Okay, then June 11th, Mars leaves its six month, six week sojourn at Mars and Cancer, where it was in, uh, it, you know, it's in a, that's not the easiest place for Mars, right? But it makes do, you know, you make a silk purse from a sow's ear, as my grandmother used to say. Um, and you can do very well with that. Now Mars moves into Leo. So that's a very strong vital sign. So it will pick up a lot more of its young energy, right? And fire, right? Fixed fire, man. Mars is like muscle, you know, get me to the king. And I am the king. Right? It can be a little bit much, but hey, you know, uh, it's, it's like taking the lessons and the experiences that it learned understanding women, right? Mars and Cancer, understanding the feminine principle and now moving that forward, bringing that into the next um, phase, which is Mars and Leo. So Leo rules vitality, generosity, friends, uh, you know, uh, just uh, creative pursuits, boldness, courage, vision. So a lot of vitality around, say if you're in business, a vitality around, um, shouting who you are from the rooftops, right? Um, creative pursuits, the, 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 the lion's roar, you know, it's time to shine and, and bring that out. So that'll be a six week, uh, so uh, there are about six weeks that Mars goes through a sign. Then June 14th, we have Mars, I'm sorry, Saturn and Uranus will square again. So we've been talking about that. Of course, that's like the big deal all year is this Saturn-Uranus square. So it happened in early January and now it's happening, peaking June 14th and then it'll peak again at the end of the year. So that is really calling us to be very um, astute with um, how we progress, be wise, be mature. Um, it's a great time if you're if you're a feisty little rebel you know what get a wise person get a get an old hippie who remembered stonewall who remembered you know the chicago uh national convention in 1968 i don't know you know who found profound activist members um tiananmen square you know and, and any progressive uh democratic progressive and I say democratic with a small d, okay, the principle of democracy where everyone has a voice. Um, this is a very uh, powerful time to get mentored in how to make lasting change. This is definitely what it's calling us to do. We want change, but we have to be smart about it and we can't be brash and impulsive. So if you think about the people who raided the Capitol when, when that was starting to peak when the first Saturn, you're on a square. And so these people that were angry. I mean, they, people were killed, right? This is not the way to do it. You want to change government. You don't show up with spears and attack people and uh, create a mob scene. Uh, yes, I know you're angry, but that's rash, impulsive um, behavior. It's not going to be lasting. If you really want change, you've got to be patient, you've got to be wise, and you got to plan it and have it last. So this one day of mayhem, you know, it, it had a huge, huge um, effect. Very, very tragic. Um, so we go back to the drawing board. Saturn's in retrograde. It's like, okay, let's let's rethink this. Um, how do we want to proceed? And um, are we willing to be patient? 
Saturn demands focused discipline and patience that things don't happen overnight. Great things, you know, you want great and lasting change, like it's Pride Month and we want that, you know, there was all these rollbacks with transgender female athletes being in certain states, you know, being banned and uh, from uh, like high school sports and things. And you feel like, oh gosh, it's a rollback. But that Saturn Uranus square is engaging and it's saying, wait a minute, you know, we, we have to push on. And sometimes there's that pushback. But with Saturn retrograde, these uh, I would expect to see many of these laws and measures being challenged and being rewritten and, and rethought, right? Or rethinking these things. So all is not over. You know, we, we have, it's a process and there's that tugging, a tug of war that kind of conflicts. But of course, um, you know, we want to step back from the fray and just stay in our center and see, you know, what lesson is, is being taught here? What, what do we have to learn? So um, that's around the middle of the month. And then, um, and I would say too, I remember Osho, the great mystic Osho said, um, you know, if something looks contradictory to us, it's because we're not looking deep enough. So ultimately everything comes from one source. And if we see things in polarity or just, or contradicting each other, it's because we're not looking on the deep mystical level. Something to chew on, right? Just thought I'd drop that in there. Okay, um, let's see. So uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the formula avoid rash and reckless behavior, uh, be a mentor to, to youth and activists or get, mentored, you know, depending on where you're at. Um, so the end, and always remember too, the universe is, is always conspiring on our behalf. You know, this is, it's always, even though we see setbacks, just use them as an opportunity for what can I learn here, right? And be patient and look at that in a really measured way and not going off the deep end and getting angry and rageful and chaotic. Uh, let's see. So then um, we have our solar, um, our, our solstice is going to be June 21st. So it'll be winter solstice. If you're a New Zealander or an Aussie or a South African or, or such, um, <laughs> or um, it is the summer solstice in the Northern hemisphere. That's going to be a cool, um, right around that time, uh, the planet Jupiter, which rules, you know, abundance and it's uh, ruling our South node eclipses. It's going to go retrograde um, at the end of June. And for a few months, it'll be retrograde. It's at two degrees of Pisces right now. And it's going to eventually step back and revisit Aquarius, turn around in October and sweep forward again. So from those months, we'll be having the last of its transit through Jupiter and Aquarius. So revisiting, um, you know, revisiting all themes, uh, social justice themes, and again, revising, re reviewing, reflecting on um, perhaps legal matters regarding um, a, a more humanitarian, uh, unity conscious society. Uh, let's see, we've got um, June 23rd and 24th, uh, Venus is going to come into an opposition with Pluto. And um, that is, you know, when I think about Venus, I, I, not just the divine feminine, but like the grace and the dignity and like the healing balm, the healing salve that, you know, think of Pluto being this like atomic, you know, radioactivity, what a, the aloe vera is, is Venus, right? So uh, offering some kind of peace and grace um, to perhaps these very deeply rooted, um, very things that might've come up cathartically this time of the month, early June, 
things like that will um, have an opportunity to have some mercy or grace or some healing balm applied to, to that process. So that's going to be happening um, when June, uh, sorry, around June 23rd, 24th. Uh, I also see that too in the collective. It could be because it's the end of the month, you know, with, with Venus um, in, in cancer, you know, you think of homes and home living. And when I think about the people who might be the rent moratoriums and all the, the rent crisis, the rent revolution as some are calling it, um, is, uh, you know, definitely heated up and it might be, um, this is a time to really address that again, very powerfully thinking about women and children and, um, and living situations and how we can fundamentally change um, laws that don't support us in, in that manner. Ah, uh, let us see, is that all for today? I think it is, by golly, all right. So I hope you, <laughs> there's a little wrap up, that's for June. And like I said, I'll be coming back um, again, uh, you know, with, with part three, that wrap up of the solar eclipse. But um, just to let you know too, I really felt my mother today. Um, I, was, um, I, I was having a lesson and learning French and I had a lesson with this lovely, my lovely teacher on Skype. And, um, and I was talking, she asked me about my family and all, so I'm practicing my conversation skills. And then I talked about my mom and how she passed, but uh, I know she's still with me. And I started telling the story about how my mother visited my friend recently. And as I did, I started crying to my teacher and she's like, oh, and I had to like interrupt myself and go blow my nose, go to the bathroom and get some tissue. Um, but it was really, um, it helped me remember how love is so eternal and no matter what these planetary movements come and go and ebb and flow and fortunes ebb and flow but life and love is eternal and um she i so i brought her in my mother is here my mother is here right yeah mom see i'm wearing makeup because you libra you know gotta wear makeup oh look nice oh, you got to put a little rouge on, you know, or some mascara at least, you know. We always joked about that. Yes, of course. I would not dare show up on YouTube without makeup. Oh my God, no way. Uh, but um, anyway, uh, she is uh, with me and I just feel so, uh, so great to know that. I'm going to start crying again. So, oh my God, Venus and Cancer. Um, but anyway, so just to, just to say, you know, if you, if you need help and I'll just call my mother, okay, Miriam, just aunt, you can call her aunt Miriam. <laughs> I mean, Irliana's mother, call ever help. She loves to fuss over people. So if you need help and if you need help, somebody to listen to and take your vitamins, you know, she, did you wear your warm coat or did you you know these are the, the mother things right she was really great at that the moon and cancer um just know that uh, you can always call my mother you know she's got plenty of time in her hands she needs projects loves to help people <laughs> always did here and still is so anyway from my heart to yours uh just to share that with you help is here and especially with that mars pluto right don't fight be peaceful make nice with the Mars-Pluto opposition, there's always a way through. Um, so anyway, that's all. That's all for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Um, please leave your comments below in the section. I'd love to know how you're doing with all these dynamic transits and uh, through eclipse season too, eclipse breakthroughs, breakdowns, breakthroughs. So, all right, that's all for today. This is Irliana Samsara, Star Sound Speaks, Star Sound Astrology, um, doing eclipse readings too. If you need help with that, please contact me you know, natal, um, comprehensive natal reading or focused on one area of your chart, uh, the eclipses, certainly please, you know, call, 
call uh, call on me, uh, just zip me an email and um, we'll take care of it. So anyway, thank you so much for listening and you have a very, very blessed month of June. Namaste.